Well, hello there, you dingleberries, and welcome to another episode of the Dead Last Podcast. Yeah! I'm so glad we're here again. Uh, before we get into the nitty-gritty, uh, I'm your host, Sam. Again, is me. <laughs> of all people, who else would it be but me? So last week, we talked about what started the podcast? What led to this milestone of making the very first episode? Now this week, I have a whole new topic to dive into. That's right. Today we're going to talk about WrestleMania. Brother! Yeah! <laughs> Feel the excitement. Yeah, I know. Completely out of left field compared to last week. Well, that's how the podcast is. I'm just going to talk about whatever comes to my mind. Uh, actually, um, to think about it, uh, I originally had a different topic for this episode. But then WrestleMania weekend happened and I just went, ah, I got to talk about it. I gotta put in my two cents, cause I am so important. <laughs> I am, I am so important. Just look at me. I am the important person here. Let me tell you, there is a lot of highs and a lot of lows to talk about. I don't know why I did that. Like I'm in the news. There's a lot of highs, but there's a lot of lows. I don't know why I said it that way. So, let's dive into this by talking about the fact I grew up watching WWE. At that time, it was WWF, but then eventually became what it is today. Uh, and I still am an avid uh, fan, viewer, uh, however you want to say it. Uh, and... I actually recently got my dad back into watching SmackDown this year after he, he just would just watch Raw, you know. But then, you know, it's like, hey man, you forget they also do, uh, they do uh, SmackDown on uh, Fridays. So it's just Monday, Raw, Friday, SmackDown, there's NXT, uh, which I see bits and pieces of that as well as AEW stuff. Um, I just see a little bit of everything in the midst. You know, just an overall wrestling fan. I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I can't watch that because that's a different brand. It's just like people saying they can't like PlayStation because they got it at spots. That's not how it works. Come on, it's not how it works. Come on, why can't we just enjoy things? It's like Christopher Judge said recently. Give it a break, man. Just enjoy the games you want to play. So, WrestleMania. Let's start out with the facts. Where am I going? I, I was just talking. My hand is everywhere. So, I grew up on wrestling. Love wrestling. You know, being a kid. Oh my God. My computer here won't leave me alone. You ever have that where it just keeps popping up shit? 
They're like, okay, we get it. Move on. And it's like, you could have potential viruses. I'm like, I know. It's a computer. It happens all the time. But Jesus, fuck, man. It's annoying. It's, you know, it, it does the whole, we need to do an update. I'm like, okay, let's do the update, buddy. And then you do the update, and so it has to completely restart. And when it restarts, everything that pops up, you know, Steam's all like, remember me? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I just don't use you right now. You can go away. And then Microsoft's like, hey, guess what? We want to make sure we got everything working just fine. So put your email and your password in and do this and that. And you're like, okay. It's just... Calm down. Calm down. You need to calm down. You need to calm down. I'm freaking out here. I'm freaking out here, man. Everything's popping up. It's like a 3D movie. And I'm watching it. I thought I was watching it in 2D. And it's just popping, popping in my face. Like the popcorn. And when you go to the movie theater. And they have that little intro thing. Where you're on the roller coaster. And it's like. Going down. And just. And then you see that popcorn. And Popcorn, you're like, oh! you know when you you when you see a kids movie and you got a bunch of kids lined up sitting there watching the movie, and then the popcorn pops and they're like, hey, hey, the popcorn, is that me, mom? <laughs> it sounds like Toadstool. Hey, Mario, Mario, hey, just in another castle, no. <laughs> Speaking of which, Super Mario Bros. comes out later this week. I am uh, I am excited to see if that is a good movie. Uh, I've heard good things about it so far, but uh, you know, gotta go in with your scenes as low so you can be blown away, just like I was with Sonic the Hedgehog. And I actually, oh that water man! <laughs> I actually saw that movie multiple times because Jim Carrey is a fucking legend okay he's a legend what was i even <laughs> oh okay 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 and now recall what i'm trying to say man this is gonna be in you're in for an amazing episode with how it's going in the first 10 minutes um so yeah, I grew up on wrestling. Uh, you know, as kids, you know, you would do the whole doing a promo. Like, you point out like you're at WrestleMania. Like, I'm going to WrestleMania. I'm going to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> I'm going to WrestleMania. If you haven't caught on, uh, one of my guys is L.A. <laughs> so I go around the house uh, just going, yeah, and uh, let me talk to you. <laughs> let me talk to you. You know, you, know, you go you go to a, like a grocery store and you're like, oh, I can't find this. And you see like an employee and you go, you walk up to him and you're like, let me talk to you. I'm looking for the oatmeal. Looking for the maple sugar. Where is it at? <laughs> let me talk to you.
Oh man. So you growing up, you would always do the promo thing. You'd just be like, "I'm the best in the world." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just call this episode the mini diversions of yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just how do you spell that? Well, good question. You spell it with a Y, with an E, with an A, and with an H. Oh man, if this podcast was on the strength, that motherfucker has derailed. He went, Thomas the Tank Engine, oh no, oh no, Mario, mind you, I am recording this. Like 12.30 in the fucking night. I don't know why it says that way. In the night. In the night. Of all times. Um, so. Now that we're getting almost 10 minutes in. And just going on this whole tangent. About what led to Wrestlemania 39. Short version. Uh, grew up on wrestling. Love wrestling. Got out of wrestling, got back into it. Uh, once I moved back in with family after uh, Toxicity City, uh, it wasn't Suplex City. I would have preferred that kind of pain. Physical pain is better than the mental pain. The anguish of shitty people, you know? But that. Is a topic for another episode. Like I said last week, I, I just, I'm just, I don't feel like starting out this, all these episodes going into that. You know, eventually we'll get there. But I, I have plenty of other things I want to uh, delve into. I said the word right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> just, that, that's gonna. Let's overstate his welcome. So, let's get into WrestleMania 39 by starting with night one, which was Saturday night. Uh, we started off with John Cena versus Austin Theory. Who? I know he's supposed to be a heel, but and just... I'm just not convinced by him. Yeah, I can see his potential is there, but he hasn't reached that precipice just yet. But then again, he's only, what, 25, I think? He's somewhere around that. So he's young. He has time to grow into this superstar, this bigger-than-life wrestler that you see a lot of times with these Hall of Famers. But one of the things I noticed, it wasn't that long of a match. It was very quick. It was, you blinked and you're like, huh? What was that? The match is over. Oh, no, I messed up. What? Huh? Yeah, (laughs) just a lot of confusion. 
course, he won by cheating because he's a heel. What a big surprise. That's, that's just how it goes, you know? That's just how heel characters are. And a lot of people I see on the internet will be like, <laughs> typing up a storm, like, <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe he's shitting. He's shitting. He's stupid for shitting. He's, he wouldn't win clean. He could never win clean. Get John Cena. Against any wrestler. It's like, okay, we get it. He's a heel. That's what they do. It's nothing new. It's been like this for decades, people. They're, that's just a heel thing. So it's no surprise he cheated. But I was kind of taken back by this whole he's biting John Cena. Like, like he's just fighting on the playground. Like, yeah, he stole my last minute. <laughs> just fighting like that. I'm like, well, that's... Yeah, okay. Alright. Like, he did it once. I'm like, okay, that, that, that's alright. Okay. Okay, okay. Then he did it a second time. I'm like... <sighs> okay. That, that, that's how we're doing things? That's how we're doing things. <gasps> yep. Yep, yep. Yep. Yeah. And he hit John Cena with a low blow. Which... A lot of people would be like, he didn't actually do that. You know, he went just below. It's wrestling. We get it. People are always going to say wrestling is fake. But they're still putting their lives out there on the line. They can do one botch and just fuck up a guy's life. Okay? So don't hit me with the whole wrestling is fake. Wrestling is real. You can really get hurt. If you fuck up, okay? You gotta respect the craft. Alright? Can you do that for me? No, they can't. They can't. They just... They need something to bitch about. You know, you just have people like that. They just bitch about everything. It's just unbelievable. They just open their mouth. They're like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Just complain, complain after complain after complain after complain. And then you're like, Oh... God, you're still talking. Why are you still talking? Jesus, man. Give it a break. Take a bite out of that Kit Kat bar. Jesus. Okay. So, that match was maybe five, ten minutes, somewhere in there. And, yeah, I would have liked it to be longer. Uh, like a lot of the other matches were longer than that, but it was the only short match, which I'll get into in a little bit when I cross that bridge. Okay, when I go do 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 over that Bombay Bridge, you're like, you're like, it's all like Tasmania Devil goes. <laughs> you're trying to take that toy from the dog. You're like, let it, leave it, leave it, leave it. It's like, brruh, 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 brruh. it's like, okay, okay, you win, you win. <clears throat> man, oh, ah, oh, man. So I felt like John Cena was all like, 
Give me, give me my check. All right. And then five minutes later, he was, whoo, whoo. And he, he just rolls out. And he's like, hey, 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 hey. All right. Too old for this shit, man. I'm too old, man. So, you know, of course, Theory wins. And, you know, he goes like, yeah, I'm a wainer. I'm a wainer. I'm a wainer. I don't know. He sounds like Waluigi. He's like, I'm a wainer. <laughs> no, that's Wario. Ah, same thing, right? Right, 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 right. After that match, well, let me let let me go back before I get into the next match. John Cena was relatively—is that the word I want to use? I don't know. Just that you could see he was a lot slower than he used to be. Yeah, he's older now. But it seems like since he's been out of practice uh, doing matches. Because, you know, his last match was the end of last year. And that was his only match last year. So, you know, he might be a little bit rusty here and there. But... We gotta at least talk about how this is probably one of the last matches we're gonna see John Cena do. Cause he, he's getting older and he's putting more time in, in making movies and TV shows. So he's gonna be available less and less throughout the next few years. So we got to admit to ourselves that it's going to be the end of the road soon enough. And um, we just got to be cool with that. You know, he, he's been doing this for over two decades. So he's done a lot. A lot of memorable matches. A lot of memorable uh, title reigns. I still wish that he could beat Ric Flair's um, record for title reigns. But I also feel like WWE doesn't want to break that record because it's Ric Flair, you know. Woo! He's an ass. <laughs> like, like his whole thing where he didn't like Becky Lynch for going around saying, using the whole the man gimmick because, you know, he was the man. Yeah, you were the man. You're also, you know... The nature boy. And. The uh, ego bigger. Than fucking planet earth. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah you were good. But you know. A lot of good wrestlers have come. Since you. Retired from wrestling. Besides. Come on. Ric Flair. You, you're not the best wrestler even in your heyday okay you had some phenomenal matches don't get me wrong you had great matches with some of the great hall of famer wrestlers out there but you're not you're not in the same league 
is some of these newer ones coming up that are just blowing people out of the water with their tremendous work in the ring and outside the ring. So, so yeah, eventually John Cena is going to say, you can't see me one last time. And then he'll just poof, disappear and people will be like, where'd he go? I don't see him. Where is he? I don't see him. He disappeared. He's like, he was never here. So, the next match after that was the the WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match between Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Alpha Academy versus Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. And my God, what a great Match! What an amazing display of just ballsy moves. My God. Chad Gable picking up Braun Strowman for what was it? The German suplex, I think it was. Braun Strowman, over 300 pounds. I think that's what he is. He's like somewhere like... He's six foot, uh, six foot eight, over three hundred pounds of just pure monster, and Chad Gable picks him up and just tosses him, just wham, and he did it not once. This crazy bitch did it twice in a row. Holy shit! That, that wasn't the only great move of that match. Let's also talk about the Tower of Doom. Just Otis picking up the one Viking. Uh, who is it? Eric, I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I can't tell them apart. I just know the one dude with no hair and the other dude with hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do. He pits, he pits up. Otis pits him up over his shoulders, and then you got uh, the other, um, the other raider picking up um, Chad, picking up Montez, and then Ricochet gets on the top rope, jumps, flattens that tower. A Jenga just falls apart just like you just cleared a row of Tetris. Just pieces everywhere. Just the craziness, the ballsiness of these bona fide superstars. I was just sitting there like, holy fucking shit. That just happened. And then you can't top that, right? You can't, right? No. Ricochet. Oh, damn. I'm just... I'm going crazy with my cup of water. Ricochet. 
does a what was it called star shooter or something like I'm trying to remember uh, shooting star I think is the name of his move let me google that because uh, I, I want to want to get that right I want to get that right yeah it's called shooting star uh, thank you Google for uh, making that easy <laughs> he jumps off the top rope does shooting star onto uh, Angelo Dawkins of Street Profits but Dawkins puts his knees up right before Ricochet lands and bam right into his chest he's catching his breath and then Montez jumps from the top rope onto him and then the one two three three profits win what a great match what a great match especially because people just thought oh this is just a bathroom break match I can just go come back not miss anything <laughs> You're wrong. You miss a phenomenal match. Applause for everyone involved with that. That was so amazing. And you know, I really, I really love uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet uh, coming together as a tag team over these uh, last few months. But my question is, where are they gonna get a cool tag team name? And what would it be? Because you got the big guy. And you got a little guy. And it's just. They just mesh well. And um. It's crazy to think. How they started because. Uh, Braun Strowman tweeted about how. You know he's better than these. Flip, flippy floppies. Straight flipping copies at Kinko's. <laughs> wrestlers. And then. Ricochet was like what man. You crazy? We're awesome, man. What's up with the disrespect, man? Come on, man. And then they just they just keep doing amazing things in the ring, and I I just I just hope they keep them together and maybe put them in uh, the chance to win tag team championships uh, I would love to see that um, loved for them to show that they have so much in the chamber that they have yet to show other people you know so after that match um, what was the next match oh the next match was between Seth freaking Rollins and YouTube controversial sensational villain of a character, right? Logan Paul. Yeah, he gets a lot of hate, and I get it. I've seen some of the stuff. I remember when he was on Vine. I've seen some of his stuff uh, on YouTube. Uh, a lot of the controversial things he's said and done and um, ever since he's come to WWE I've been just blown away by his work ethic and his ring um, 
athletics, his uh, just overall how he's handling things in the ring is amazing to see uh, in s such a short time because he's just he just finished his year contract with WWE. Um, like he's done so many cool spots, like uh, he did with uh, uh, what is it? Um, the Crown Jewel with Roman Reigns, uh, uh, Royal Rumble with that 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 smack with uh, Ricochet where they jumped from opposite sides, crisscross, and bam, right into each other like a damn sandwich. Like a motherfucking sandwich. And I'm like, Jesus. Took his breath away. <laughs> Is he still breathing? <laughs> I don't think so. So. Going into uh, this WrestleMania match. I, I, I had high hopes of seeing some uh, things that people will talk about later on. The man comes out, ziplining, like Shawn Michaels, <laughs> just ziplining. He, they gave him a live mic, and he's all like, "Oh, I got a zipline for my birthday." He just ziplines down that that slip and slide looking <laughs> runway. I just thought someone should like cover themselves in baby oil and just go, "Wee, wee." <laughs> Just down and just slide and goes right under the ring and is like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Oh no, we lost him. <laughs> and then he comes out and there's the mascot. There's a man wearing the prime mascot. His energy drink he has with a KSI. And in my head, and I said out loud when I saw it, I'm like, you know what would be awesome? If Seth Rollins was in that mascot thing, and he just starts mm, 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 right there before they even ring the bell, you know, like, surprise! <laughs> surprise! <laughs> but no, that didn't happen. That would have been awesome. But instead, they had a conductor. Started off doing Seth Rollins' song with a ooh. It's not like that. It sounds like Halo. It sounds like the Halo theme. <clears throat> oh, the water, man. Uh, ah! It's the spot, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. So the conductor's like composing, having the audience go ooh, doing a. Uh, Seth Rollins song, and then Seth Rollins song kicks in. Seth Rollins comes out wearing a weird jacket. I don't know, Puff Daddy looking motherfucker. <laughs> comes out, he takes off the jacket as he's walking. Then he looks like he's wearing his wife's lingerie. And I'm like, oh shit, it's getting kinky in here. Cover your eight. Cover your eyes, kids. It's about to get sexual. <laughs> but good thing he takes that off. Takes that top off. 
I don't, I don't know his outfits, man. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at here? I, like, words can't even express the look of confusion. And then I'm like, oh, what, what is that? What is that? What, is, what are you wearing? What are you wearing? I don't know what that is, but... Okay. I mean, remember how like those cartoony-looking fucking boots that one time looking like Astro Boy? <laughs> they were like, what? 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 And then the price of those boots, I'm like, what? Who would pay for that? People, apparently. I don't know why. I don't know why you would pay that. But uh, that match, so, so crazy. I, I know like every wrestler, they have signature moves. Uh, you know, Seth Rollins does the pedigree. He does the, the curb stomp. So I, I kept telling my mom, as we were watching it, I'm like, oh no, he hasn't done curb stomp yet. He hasn't done that yet. So got that in the chamber. But let's talk about how pulls Logan out. No, who? Let me let me start that back up. The prime mascot pulls Logan out before Seth can hit him. The curve stop. I think. I think I remember that right. And then he. The Prime takes off the little. Little cap thing that was on. On um, the front of the bottle. And boom. It's none other than motherfucking KSI. And everyone's going crazy like. What? What is he doing here? I actually saw comments online. Where people were like. I thought it was our truth and like wow you just think it's a black dude so it's all obviously it's like racist it's racist right <laughs> but then kids I ends up being taken out when uh Seth Rollins puts him on the announce on the Spanish people's announcement table as Logan, uh, what is it? Frost Splash? I'm doing that, whispering it because I'm trying to remember what it's called. Frost Splash onto the announcement table, onto his friend, and KSI is just out cold. He's like, I'm deceased. Till the end of the match, you know, when he can come back to life. Like the toys and toys started as soon as Andy leaves the room. But Seth Rollins won that match. But so many times you're like, he's not going to kick out. He's not going to. Oh my God, he just kicked out. He just kicked out. What? 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 But yeah. That was a, a really, really good match. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, applaud to Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. You guys, you guys did awesome. 
And then after that match, uh, The Miz, which I haven't even mentioned, Miz was the host of WrestleMania. And uh, he and Snoop Dogg were hosting. And Snoop Dogg tells us, like, man, why don't you have a match? And Miz is like, oh, I went, I posted on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace. I'm like, oh, shit. I thought Tom from MySpace was going to be like, hey, Miz, I didn't want to be your friend. I'm going to dick you. You're going to go down for the one, two, three. But no, there's no Tom from uh, MySpace. I was going to say Facebook. At least Tom just looked more human and didn't have like an alien like Mark Zuckerberg. Like, I don't think he knows how to compute like a human. Human. I don't know. I don't know about that guy. But... Who comes out? Pat motherfucking McGaffey. McAfee. I don't know why I said McGaffey. Like he's the... <laughs> he's getting stopped the virus on my computer. <laughs> he comes out. And my God. Michael Cole stands up. Excited. Like a kid seeing his best friend. After not seeing him the whole summer. Because he lived in... In a different city. And he's just. Oh my god. I just love. The assignment of Michael Cole. Whenever he sees Pat. Just. You just. You just feel. The energy. That love. That he has for Pat. And you're like. Man. I miss that. I miss seeing that Michael. Yeah. He's great with Wade. He's great with Corey. But. My god. Just. That. The camaraderie. Between Pat and Michael, it's just, just amazing, and you don't get to see stuff like that a lot. So you know, it's always great whenever Pat comes and surprises, like he did at Royal Rumble, where he showed up as a surprise, and then he showed up the surprise of WrestleMania. Corey Graves is just going fucking ballistic. He's like, "Oh no, not this guy! Oh man, why does he have to be here?" He ruins everything, man. Oh, why couldn't he just stay home? And uh, I, I remember I actually rewatched some of the clips of WrestleMania, and just I didn't catch it the first time, but Corey kept talking about how you know he's had enough, he's done, he's not doing this anymore, and then <laughs> he goes and he says. I'm gonna put in my two. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go on a two-week vacation, come back and quit. Ain't doing this no more. <laughs> so Pat has this match with Miz. And they're, they're going off for like a minute or two, and they're just, just, bum 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 bum, just jab, just all these jabs to Miz's midsection. It's going crazy. Uh, he even does a, what is it, he did a pop-up powerbomb on him. He even had help from, uh, what was his name, George, George Kelly. Oh, uh, now my computer's telling me stuff again. Oh, Jesus. Won't leave me alone. 
won't, it won't let me breathe. It's all like, oh, you thought you were dumb with all these problems? Guess what? I'm here again. <laughs> and I'm like, no. But uh, anyways, I think the guy's name was George Kettle or something. He, uh, he's uh, one of the players for the San Francisco 49ers. And like they mentioned that guy was there before, which, you know, it's always weird. They're like, oh, yeah, there's celebrities. Like, I, I saw, like, the next day that Stephen Amell from, you know, Arrow, as well as the show Heels, um, was was there, which I thought was cool. You know, I'm a big fan of that guy. But George Cattle gets into it with Miz. Like, Miz is staring at him outside the ring, and that guy's right... Right at ringside, and like Miz pushes the guy, he goes, eh, eh. <laughs> pushes the guy, and the guy's like, Oh no, I ain't taking that sitting down. So then he goes over the the barrier to get and he clotheslines uh Miz, and uh, then he tells, uh, Sorry, I just had a brain fart there. I'm like, I can't compute what I'm gonna say next. But uh, then, uh, here we go again. I'm just forgetting what I'm trying to say. But anyways, uh, where was I? Where? Uh, George. Let's just call him George. I don't even remember if that was the guy's name. But George is telling Pat, "Get up there. Get on the top rope. Get on the top rope, bro." And then Corey's like, yeah, man, go to the top, go to the roof, keep going up, get out of here, I don't want to see you. <laughs> and he's like, like, calm down, Corey, calm down. So then Pat, he gets on the top, and he's all like, yeah, he's like pulling it up, he's like, yeah, let's do it. And he, he flips and lands on Miz, which at first I'm all like, did he land enough on Miz? Because I'm like, woo. It's like uh, the NST uh, women's ladder match where uh, they, no one really was there to protect uh, Tiffany. Uh, she came down as uh, Indy pushed the, the ladder over. Uh, huh. But then he gets Miz back into the ring and then he pumpkins. Uh, Miz's head give me flashbacks of all the times when Randy Orton does his punt kit and uh, he's out cold and uh, I actually told my mom I'm like hey ma you think uh, Miz is gonna host the second night or you think he's concussed <laughs> like you when she mentions that he's all like oh I had that impromptu match and uh I was embarrassed. I was in a really fancy suit, and it got ruined because I was in the match. But I want to talk about Rey Mysterio versus his son Dominic Mysterio. Let's talk about the fact that they have this opening video for Dahmer. He was in jail again, but he's wearing his 
wrestling attire, which I'm like, what kind of jail is he in? And then they put him in a van, and the van bats up uh, into the arena, and it's a different van than the one that was in the video. And it's like, why, why did you not use the same van? It just looks weird. It it doesn't look right having a different van. Um, you know, that's a little nitpicky. But then he comes out of the van and uh, he's wearing a, a luchadori mask. And Michael Cole is livid because you got to earn the mask. You can't just go out and buy one. You got to earn that. And Dominic hasn't earned that right as of yet maybe later on in his career that'll happen but for now he hasn't earned it and then Ray Mysterio comes out with Snoop Dogg driving that low rider and you hear Eddie Guerrero's theme music on we lie we cheat we steal I'm like nostalgia right there you you know that it's got to be emotional for Rey Mysterio uh, to play that song of his his friend that was taken way too soon and it's crazy to think that it's been what almost 20 years probably since he died it's crazy to think think about that well then let's get into the actual match a lot of back and forth a lot of counters uh, Rey Mysterio got to whip literally whip Dominic's ass Dom, Dominic even threw his sister's drink in her face and she's gonna be like I go whip your ass like the you know the Latina in her was gonna come out and beat his ass and then Ray had to be like no no you can't do that dumb use that distraction to knock Ray down and uh then Finn Balor came out there with Damian Priest and you're like why are these people out here and it's like because they're heels because they they need to have that little bit of interference you know this was that's what the heels do you know that's just how it goes. That's just how it goes. So, most part, they didn't really interfere. Um, but, you know, just their their presence, you know, is only, oh no, why are these guys here? They're ruining everything. But, I kind of had a feeling there's something that was in play because the fact that Damien Priest came out wearing a jacket but then he took the jacket off and he put it in the corner of the ring and I'm like huh why would he do that huh why would he do that but then uh, Damien and Ray got involved and then the newly Reform L W O comes in, 
saves the day. Uh, what are they called? Legend Fest Potassium? Let, let me see. I want to get that right. Um, um, let me see. I, I want to... Uh, trying to remember the name of them. Do, do, do. Legado del Phantasm. Tasmum, Phantom. That that thing I'm saying, <laughs> that I'm not saying. Uh, right, but yeah, they come out and they they dish out carnage to both uh, Finn Balor and Damian Priest. So they're out. Uh, also, I should mention Dom. Got it. Got into his mom's face and she smacked and went. But like a lot harder than that. <laughs> not not to Gunther levels of smacking people. But she went. How dare you. Pew. Just went. Pew, like that. <laughs> and then he's like. Oh ma. <laughs> uh, also. Dom did the 619 to his dad, which, you know, it really hurts seeing that, you know, just seeing him like, it just didn't feel right seeing him do that to his dad and seeing Ray do it to him. You know, it's got to be weird, like fighting your own kid um, in front of 80,000 people, you know, that's just, it's crazy. But Dom tried to take take off the cover to the turnbuckle, and then the referee is like, "Nah, ah, you can't do that." And then Dom walked away, pouting. He's like, "Eh, you can't do that. I can't do that. Why can't I do that?" And then he goes over to the um, the jacket that Damian Priest left, and he he rummages through it, and then. He pulls out a chain like he's a ghost rider. He got he got his chain like his Kratos. So he got his chains of Olympus, and he's like, yeah. And so he wraps his fists around it, and then Bad Bunny, who is guest commentating for the Spanish announce announcers. Um, he, he goes up and he grabs the chain out of Dom's hand. He's like, no, man, you ain't doing that. And then uh, Ray hits Dom. Dom goes down onto the middle rope. Perfect setup for a 619. Ray 619s him. And then he gets up on the top. Uh, does a front splash, I think, is what he does. He jumps on him, gets that one, two, three, and he has successively beaten his son and hopefully taught him a lesson. But, you know, I feel like that feud is not over. But I should also talk about the fact that there was one thing where um, Ray landed hard on the turnbuckle head first. And that was that was gnarly. I'm like, woo. 
Like, <laughs> it's like he's deceased. <laughs> he has died. But he did it, you know. He ended up winning the match, which I'm really happy about. Because, um, you know, now he's a Hall of Famer, which is it's really good to hear that now. Just the announcement is Rey Mysterio, Hall of Famer Rey Mysterio, you know, growing up watching Rey. Seeing him be a Hall of Famer now is a really, really cool thing. Um, last match of, uh, no, not last match, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, the next match was um, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Champion. Um, <laughs> I just paused there. I'm like, oh no, there's there's more to the word. I was like, where where is it? Oh, there it is. There it is. We found it, guys. We found it. It was here all along. We didn't know where we put it, but it was here. I don't I don't know why we didn't have it, but it but it's here now. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> And let me say, that was probably one of the best women's matches that I've seen. Just, you didn't know who was going to win. Just, they put their all in. Um, uh, Charlotte had a lot of bad landings where you're like, ooh. You're like, damn. Ooh, you okay? You okay? Are you okay? You don't look okay. You don't look okay. Are you sure? Uh, you don't. You don't look so good. You. You don't look so good. Uh, oh. But. Um. What is it, Charlotte? She ended up getting uh her nose cut from landing on the the mat face first so just like slamming you're like just the rad dog rag rag dog no rag doll I can't even speak can't even speak about it just rag dolled them and you're like whoa are you okay she poke you see see she's still breathing is she still breathing yeah she's breathing all right all right, she's still alive, guys. Okay, you can go at it. Go at it. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> uh, but Rhea won that match. And let me say, she put on a hell of a display. Um, yet she, she's, she's not one to travel with. Let me just say, you don't fuck around and find out with her. Uh, You'd be screwing for your mommy. <laughs> uh, but, you know, she, she was well-deserved for getting that title. And now she's officially uh, a Grand Slam champion, which congrats to her. That's awesome. Um, you deserve it. And um, I look forward to seeing uh, her defend that title to Charlotte or 
whoever else wants to be next in line. And um, hopefully we get some more 5 out of 5 matches uh, during her title reign. Now the last match of uh, night 1 was the match so many people were looking forward to. Which was the Usos versus the newly reunited best friends. Brothers from other mothers. Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens. And I, I was pumped for this match because I've I become quite a fan of Kevin as well as Sammy and just seeing how they work the ring and just overall skills, their their mind skills and just you know, they're they're great to watch, you know. And, you know, Kevin's not, like, the usual look for a wrestler because he, he's a, he's not, he's not a, you know, male model looking fucker like some of these guys. He, he's like a normal looking guy that can kick your ass, you know. You don't mess around with him. You don't do that. You don't mess around. You don't mess around, man. You don't mess around. Okay. Is there a family in it? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing there. But my God. How many super kicks were there? I think there was like, I think someone counted there was like 15, maybe more super kits in there. Like, dear God, that's, that's a lot of super kits. That's way too many, right? Is way too many. But they kept coming, they kept coming. You're like, stop, stop. And they kept coming and they're coming. But, my God. Three hell of a kicks. I think that's what they're called. That Sammy did to Jay. One after another. Kevin stunnering uh, Jimmy out of the ring. He did a... Uh, uh, they called it a fish, fisherman's hook or something. I don't remember what it's called. Um, let me see. Let me see what it was called. Kevin Owens, Fisher, fisherman, fisherman suplex, swinging fisherman suplex. That's what it's called. Um, again. Thank you to the fine folks of Google, the robots who helped me. <laughs> You're welcome. There's so many good spots, and so many times you thought the match was over, and then they kicked out. Uh, what was his name? Kevin Owens. My God. He kicked out of the 1D. One of the only people who have kicked out of the 1D. And just everyone just lost their fucking minds when that happened. They're like, oh my god, how did he do it? How did he do it? It's just the question you kept asking. And they they put their hearts and their bodies on the line to give such a tremendous display of just badassness. It was wild. And... 
it was a stellar way to win the first night of WrestleMania. And definitely one of the best tag team matches I have ever witnessed. And I'm just glad they finally ended the reign of, what, 620 days that uh, the Usos had it. And now they finally win it. And Kevin is now officially a Grand Slam champion as well, which is really awesome for him. I'm really glad. Um, definitely stoked about that. Um, Kevin was even teary-eyed about it. But I, I love the press uh, uh, the press conference afterwards where he he's slowly eating a Snickers bar. <laughs> like like he's he's sneaking it like his mom told him, You can't eat anything, dinner's almost ready and he's like I'm hungry right now, mom. She's like, it just it's not too much longer and as soon as she went back to the stove he just he just went and he, he opened the Snickers bar and he looked around, took a bite. But you know, you take one of them slow bites on you and all that raw 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 eating it like that. <laughs> I don't know who he's like, I, 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 I. you know, like the, <laughs> what the, uh, the teeth shatters, uh, is that what it's called? Shattering teeth? Shat, shattering, shattering, I think I'm saying that word, you know, like the thing that the Joker would have, you go, da, 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 on the ground, where you have like the little, uh, winder, you're like, eh, 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 eh. And you put it on the ground and goes, for some reason it sounds like uh, <laughs> Pac-Man eating pellets, like waka 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 waka. Ah oh, man, I'm just going on. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying here. I feel like this podcast is more a lot's going in here, but next week uh, could be just a mess. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. We'll find out. But uh, that was the end of night one. Night two starts off with uh, Osmos. Omos. Almost. I'm going to call. I call him Almost because uh, Brock Lesnar called him that uh, in one of the promos uh, for um, leading up to WrestleMania call him almost and oh my god that's that's what I'm gonna call him for now um it wasn't a entirely long match uh, I think Brock had places to be um but almost kept uh putting him in the bear hug like I love you man I love you so much I'm never gonna let you go man I love you and then Brock was looking, his face was turning red looking like a motherfucking Tomato. I'm like, ooh, man. I need you for my salad. I need you for my salad. Yeah. I need you for my salad. But he he did, uh, what, two, two German suplexes to Osmos? He even picked up that fucker and F5'd him. Got that one, two, three count. And then he booked it out there. He's like, okay, I did my time. I'm going home now. I got places to be. Not here. <laughs> Goodbye.
And after that was the the WrestleMania Showcase Fatal Four Way Tag Team Women's Match, which was a uh, Shayna Blazer 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 uh, Ronda Rousey. That's two people. Then you had uh, the team of Shotzi and Natalia. Then you had the team of Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan. And lastly, you had the team, Team Karen of uh, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. And, uh, there was a lot of good spots in there. Like, Liv just went out of the gate just hitting code breakers and just being this tiny ball of energy, which is something that I've noticed. She, she's just just, just everywhere. Um, and I, this seems to be how she is outside of the ring. She's very, she has a very bubbly personality and she's kind of, Kind of just gives off like that hyper energy, like she would have been in the movie Hoodwinked, where he's like, "Man, maybe uh, maybe Stella, sweat Stella, take care," and she'd be like, "I don't drink coffee," and that'd be her, <laughs> just everywhere. Um, you, you know, it's disappointing. They didn't get Shotzi like. Full size tank, like you know how she has that the taking care of business tank usually, but like they should have had a bigger one for her, like they did for DX that one time. But no, that would have been awesome. Uh, I I recently started seeing Shotzi before because I didn't really watch SmackDown a lot, so I didn't really see her matches, but like I really enjoy. Watching her like she's she's different, but in a good way. She's she's uh, all over the place. Has some cool moves. I've seen her do like some of the moves she did with Natalia at, at WrestleMania um, was awesome. Natalia did a double sharpshooter. She had two women stacked up. Like collectibles, <laughs> and then the, I'm like, that's awesome that you're able to do a turnover on them, and set the move up, just set it up. That that was great. Um, but uh, Ronda ended up winning by putting. Um, who did she put? I think she put uh, Shotzi in the in the arm bar, so she had to tap out. But so I was disappointed that because uh, I was rooting for either Liv and Raquel or uh, Shotzi and Natalia. Um, neither of them won, but. I still think they gave a perf phenomenal performance. Like I keep that should be name of this episode, ph ph phenomenal performance because that's what it was. 
no doubt, from everyone involved. Uh, another match that was there um, was uh, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, or should I say the match of shops. It was choppy waters, no doubt, with all the smacks to the chest going on to Drew, going on to Sheamus, going on to Gunther. But in the end, Gunther won, which, like, some people complain, like, they're like, where's Gunther, where's Gunther? And then he shows up at the end to get the one, two, three count. And that's always the problem with triple threat matches. You know, there's always like a dude to the side and then they, they just show up, they just wait it out. You know, it's kind of, you know, it's a strategy, no doubt. Uh, it's not the tactic everyone's going to use, but he, he just wanted Seamus and Drew to wear out each other so it is easy for him to uh, run in and get that three count. But it still was a great great match Gunther has so many five star matches uh, I hadn't really seen him before until uh, was it Clash at the Castle Clash of the Castle or something like that uh, where he had that match with Sheamus and that was that was one for the record books too so I don't, I don't know who who's going to fight him next if Sheamus is going to try again if Sheamus and Drew are going to fight each other some more uh, or be a tag team some more um, which I enjoy them as a tag team as well so you know there's a lot of avenues they can go down with, uh, with them both but I also think that uh, Gunther is eventually going to um, be looking at getting a world title. But right now, you know, he's one of the longest reigning uh, intercontinental champions in present day. And, um, you know, some people think they're going to have him beat Honky Tonk Man's record, which is 64 weeks. Uh, and you know he's coming up on uh, a year of holding the title that would be uh, in June because he originally won I think June 2nd of last year when he beat uh, Ricochet to get the title but uh, now let's talk about Oscar versus Bianca. It wasn't an amazing match compared to Rhea and Charlotte. It had its good spots. Um, Bianca won, and she's still reigning champion. She officially has had the title for a year, I think, is what they said. Um, so that's a big deal for her. Congratulations to her. And oh, 
By the way, congratulations to Drew Gunther and Sheamus for that 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 slap fest <laughs> of a match. I forgot to mention that. Um, but anyways, uh, like I kind of wanted Asuka to win because she she hasn't had a title in a while, and I felt like oh, it would be fitting for her to win the title again. Um, but it it wasn't her her night but hopefully you know they'll push for her to get the title or another title maybe I just now <laughs> I just now remember I didn't even talk about the first night match of uh, damage control versus uh, Becky Lynch Lita and Trish Stratus um, and that's because it wasn't that memorable of a match. Um, Lita is not as fast in the ring as she used to be, but she's older now. Tris, she can. Tris and Lita can both still kick ass. You know, they're they're just badasses. Um, but you know, they ended up winning the match against Becky and. Damage control, um, but yeah, the, I don't really remember much of the match. There wasn't anything that really stood out to me. Uh, nothing against them. It's just you know, it was just not their best match. Um, but I have no idea if they're going to continue doing these matches. Um, not doing these matches, but having this feud or if they're gonna progress more because there's not really many women tag teams on um raw so i don't i don't know what's gonna go on with that i mean there's other women on raw you know you got pippin and uh nikki cross uh you got mission Mission and uh, Candice LeRae, um, I think I, I want to say that's all the women, uh, Alexa, but she she hasn't she's been out of it because of um, she had a procedure done to remove that uh, that cancerous spot or whatnot that she found on her face. But uh, let me see what what uh, oh there was that weird segment with Shane McMahon against Miz where he he landed wrong hurt his his knee and then Snoop Dogg decked Miz and then he pinned Miz and he won that I I I just thought that. Maybe they should have had. They should have had uh, Bobby Lashley have a match. I I really wanted L.A. Knight versus him, but I, I don't I don't think that ended up happening, which sucks. Um. So, you know, it's just sucks seeing that. 
I would have loved to see that match happen, you know, to see LA Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk to you, Bobby. <laughs> Let me talk to you. With my face. Go, yeah, 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 yeah. With my face. Um, well, there's also, let's not forget the Hell in the Cell match of Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor. And it was a great match. Except it kind of ruined the flow when uh, uh, Finn got that gash on his, on his head and they had to check to make sure everything was okay. And then Edge was over there walking around like, yo, we're doing this and that. We're doing this or not, man. Oh, we doing this or not. And then he's just messing around with the, the weapons like, okay, I'll put this right here. Put this right here. Right here. Oh, yeah, we're doing this out? All right, let's go. Let's go. And Edge won that match, um, which I was really glad that he won that match. Especially when you know that he has... He talked last August at a, at a Raw in uh, Canada that he was going to retire and he wants his last uh, match to be in Canada, in his home country. So, you know, you, you got to enjoy seeing Edge fight these last couple matches because you don't know... How many more matches he's going to do before he does retire. Um, but he, it might be this year that he, he hangs up the wrestling uh, gear for the last time. So, you know, it's always amazing seeing him. Um, you know, he, he he's a, a great wrestler, good actor, enjoyed, he's in, he's good in Haven, that was a good show, um, yeah, just, just awesome to see, uh, and I'm gonna be sad when he retires for the last time, it's not gonna be like the previous time where there was, like, almost a decade between when he retired, when he came back, um, but last match was Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes and Cody lost which I am disappointed about because Roman's had these titles for like three fucking years and it's kind of getting stale because no one can beat him. He, you know, he always says outside interference because, you know, he's a heel. But it just, it just seems like it's prolonging and they're running out of people to fight him, to actually beat him. But maybe uh, Cody gets a rematch to finish the story, you know, since his family has never won that title ever. And it would be a huge deal for him to win. You could tell people were disappointed heavily that he didn't win. 
he threw everything at him. Solo kept interfering, which is no surprise. Um, but then Kevin and Sammy came out there to deal with the Usos trying to get involved. But at the end of the day, Cody couldn't put the dog down. He couldn't put the tribal chief down and have the tribal chief acknowledge that Cody was the guy. But I can only imagine that, you know, maybe they want to prolong the feud of like, yeah, you might have won this round, Roman, but, you know, you might have won the battle, but not the war. And I feel like that's the best way to look at it. It does think of it that way is that oh this is not it this is not over this is the beginning of something you know this bloodline story has been going on for for what seems like forever so you gotta wonder if they have an idea of where this road ends where the end of the journey is for the bloodline and what will come after that because we know everyone's getting older and Roman you know is eventually not gonna fight I mean he doesn't really fight that much now he just fights here and there uh, but you know he, he's eventually gonna get to the stage where he's gonna retire I mean he's in what his late 30s now um, Cody's in his 30s so you know Eventually, everyone's going to hang up the wrestling gear and pursue other things like movies or whatnot. So, you know, that's going to happen eventually. And, you know, the sad, like seeing all these wrestlers uh, that I've seen, you know, from growing up to my teenage to my almost 30s now um and seeing them retire and then you're like oh everyone's getting old and then it starts sinking in you're like oh shit i'm i'm fucking ancient now it's like what i'm dying here i'm dying here um so that being said that that was that was wrestlemania 39 uh, a lot of ups and downs, like I said. Um, I feel like night one was more cohesive and just an overall better showing of just well-put-together matches. And I feel like they dropped the ball a lot with night number two, but it ended on a high note, like just that intensity, especially at the end. Um... So, that, that's, that's the end of the podcast. I can't really add anything else. Uh, this is a long one. I can't believe almost an hour and a half. It's just me rambling on way too long about all this shit. Um, but, if you made it all the way through the podcast, thank you for listening. Thank you for enjoying it. Hopefully, um, this... I really enjoyed talking about this, and just know next week it's going to be a completely different topic, and that's just how the podcast is, just whatever just draws me, like, yeah, I want to talk about this, 
want to talk about these things. Um, and I was even told, like, maybe you should put have bullet points of things to talk about so you stay more focused. And ju- that's just not me. This this podcast should be scattered brain like I am generally. So that's, that's how I'm going to keep it going. I took a thing that could have taken like 30 minutes and it turned into almost an hour and a half episode. Holy shit. Uh, this is probably going to be one of the longest episodes for a while. I don't see this really going super long again. Uh, my mouth's so dry from all this chit-chatting, chit-chatting, you know, running our gator. Running our gator. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, uh, and the computer here's telling me more shit now. It won't leave me alone. It won't let me be, it, it didn't want me to end the episode without popping up again. Like, come on, give me a break. But that's it for this week's episode. So thank you for listening. Um, especially if there's new viewers out there, not viewers, this is the new listeners who found this on uh, Spotify or uh, Amazon Music or even Apple Podcasts. Um, which I want to complain about Spotify here. I want to see if it still does it because uh, I had this one, one person that wanted to listen to the podcast and they they couldn't find it because it wouldn't show up on here. Yeah, it finally shows up now. Before, you could put the name of the podcast in and it wouldn't show up on Spotify when you searched it. But when you put my name, because I have it, I have it under my name as, you know, the creator of the podcast. Um, it would pop up then. But then it wouldn't pop up, so it was just annoying. Uh, anyways, that that's that's it. I keep saying I keep saying that's it of the podcast. Yeah is the end of the podcast. Uh, so I'll be back next week with a whole new topic. I uh, already got like uh, into the summer. I I have planned ideas of topics, uh, just so I'm ahead of the ball, so I don't just go in uh, blank, blanking out of things to talk about. Um, so that that that's gonna be fun. Um, I really enjoy doing this podcast. It, it's been it's been a blast these past two weeks so far. And it's only going to get better from here. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. All right. Uh, all right. All right. How should I end this podcast? I don't know. Uh, what, 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 oh, yeah. I, I, I remember how I ended it last, last time. And that was by saying... Keep it real until keeping it real gets too real. Is that what I said? I don't know what I said. I don't I don't really know how to end the podcast just yeah.